Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Welcome to You Beauty, the podcast for your face. I'm Shazzy Hunt, and for today's Ask an Expert episode, I know that many of you have spent the last few months in lockdown and now have freedom in sight. So we thought we'd help you plan your makeup for that first big night out. And to help us, I'll be speaking with celebrity makeup artist Jade Kisnorbo to get all her tips for glamming up for a special event. Jade, welcome to the You Beauty podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. So... Whether it's a wedding, a formal affair, or maybe even a red carpet, what are some of the basic rules you have to wrap your head around when trying to create a special occasion makeup look? I guess when you're trying to, yeah, get that special occasion, you have to take into consideration that you want it to last. Makeup lasting and standing the test of time is like one of the main things that we all struggle with. So use products that aren't going to move around too much, that have like good primers. We'll get into that obviously more, but also that they photograph well too, because it's one thing to have that Instagram makeup where it looks great in a selfie, but then when you're face-to-face and you're kissing someone or you're saying hello, you just are cracking at the seams. You don't want that. So all about, yeah, long-lasting makeup that looks beautiful both in face-to-face and photographed. Okay, so let's walk through the process of applying your special occasion makeup step-by-step, starting with your base and foundation. What do you do? Where do you begin? Where do you begin? It can all seem so overwhelming. And I think when we're talking about the base, we need to keep in mind that it goes a little bit different when we're doing red carpet in comparison to our day-to-day base. And by this, I mean, we love hydration, all of us. If you're like me, I love a glow. So it's all about our oils. It's all about our vitamin C, B, popping it all on our face. However, I think we need to be mindful that we want this makeup to last for a long time and we don't want it to slip and slide all over. So I would probably say keep your skincare if it's at an afternoon night, do all your normal morning routine, but then maybe leave a little bit of time where you go get your breakfast or something or if it's at later, go get coffee, whatever it is, and let that sink into your skin. A product which I swear by when I'm doing red carpet or wedding or anything for myself as well. I swear by sand and sky glow drops. And what that is, is it's the five types of hyaluronic that you just pop on. And it's, I can't describe it. If I could shower in it and put it all over my body, I really would. (laughs) Press it into your skin and it gives you this beautiful glow, but it doesn't A, move your makeup or B, make you greasy. So that's a really good product. With your moisturizers, stay away from those really thick, glowy, really hydrating moisturizers that we love that we might lather in at nighttime, not before a red carpet event. (laughs) And give yourself a bit of breathing. Don't go straight on and then apply all your beautiful makeup products. Why not? Why do you have to have a rest? I just like to let your skin breathe. It's almost confusing the organ. (laughs) Our skin (laughs) organ, put moisturize, 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 and then we're like, but we want this all to last. Just let your skin absorb it because it can change as well. With eye creams, be really careful which ones you use. Have so many people when they get event makeup, they say afterwards, 
I've got all these creases yes. under my eyes. It's that makeup artist. She was awful. Yes. It's time to look at yourself and how you've prepped your skin. So it's really important to prep under that. SPF after this. When you're getting your photo taken, I know a lot of the time people are like, be mindful that you get that flashback. And there is obviously properties in SPF that give you that. They're reflective. I think foundation, try and stick to ones that don't have too much of that. If you're going for an event, I'm going to be really honest with you because I've seen it, that white flashback, you don't want that. So in your base, have something that's got a little bit of coverage. Don't be scared. I know the Vanish Sticks by Hourglass and Bobby Brown, all these stick foundations, I actually love them for event makeup and do it in a natural way. So almost grab the stick foundation, get your brush on the back of that. You don't have to really pop it on like we see all on social media where there's all these stripes. That's not <laughs> Tiger stripes. <laughs> not necessarily. You can grab those thicker foundations and buff them into your skin. And because you've done all the prep, your skin's nice and plump. So in terms of foundation and also concealer, what do you need to do in terms of stepping it up for a big event? Okay, so concealer is my favourite makeup product. The reason being is it's used for different reasons. So a lot of us use concealer obviously under the eye and that's as a reflective. So we're using that to get rid of and eradicate any of that darkness under our eye. However, concealer is also used to cover so we need to cover whether it be pimples or pigmentation and then you've got concealer to also highlight so a big part of this is actually purchasing the right product for you so color so when you purchase your concealer know what you want it for so for an event I would say for me someone who has a European background and I get really dark I am going to use a color corrector so I often will use a little bit of cream orange lipstick under your eye before you put your concealer on will change that brighten awaken which you need when you're at a red carpet or an event or something like that you want to look really fresh in the steps and the order of what you're going to do I can't express this enough and if you take anything away from this today is do what suits you don't try and follow this, oh, well, this makeup artist said this step and this. Just do what suits you. Me personally, I can't start my makeup with my dark eyes. I just feel like I need to bring back and start with a fresh canvas. So I'll apply my concealer to color correct under my eye and then I'll start with obviously a bit of foundation in the areas I need because don't forget, concealer is going to give you coverage. Foundation is about evening your skin tone. So if you've got pigmentation, don't expect you to get everything from a foundation that's going to fix that pigmentation. You have to correct it first and then apply your foundation for that even beautiful skin tone and the coverage and finish you want. So if you want a glowy finish, you would buy foundations that are illuminating. If you're getting photographed, avoid the forehead for any of that. Let's move over to cheeks, contouring and illuminating. I know these are big categories, but cover them off as best you can. What order would you suggest applying the products? And don't be shy about any tricks for making it look extra special. <laughs> well, I think a big part of this too is understanding your face shape. So understanding if you've got more of a round, oval, part face shape and how you want to contour your face because once again we see these videos on social media you know and I'm educated for years in makeup and I still get sucked in is oh they did it like this so I'm going to do it like this look at your face straight on when you're contouring don't turn to the side and do angles and look front on and understand where you want the shape in your face so contouring is obviously bringing back 
highlighting is bringing forward. So I like to say, obviously, like you've seen Kim Kardashian, we've seen everyone do the three on the kind of, it's nice because you're hugging your cheeks. So my little tip is we don't want that quite masculine contour that a lot of people do that's like sharp. You almost want a really beautiful, it's like a hug of your cheek. And what that will do is it'll pop your cheekbone. Photographs are really beautiful, but doesn't look like you've sat there for hours with this really strong, nasty contour that's not melting into your foundation. <laughs> and contouring is so, it's its that step that just changes your whole face. Most people day-to-day don't always do that. They'll do a light one, but, you know, even contouring your nose and adding that bronze around your forehead, the halo of your head, they're things that I would never, ever miss out in event makeup. So do a cream and then set it with a powder. That's a really good way for it to last. And the colour shades. So if you're really fair, you want to go for more of a cool contour. And if you're really bronzed and tan, you want to go for that more warm contour. With your cheeks, I love a good coral tone. I know that suits me and I love to do that's kind of at the end. They say everyone says to follow creams all together, powders all together. But I think if you're applying really thin layers, I don't think it necessarily matters if you do go back in. You're not going to get too much separation of product unless you're using really glossy products. Then what starts to happen is you're breaking down all the other powders that you've used. So be mindful of that. But apply it to obviously the apples of your cheek. My kind of thing is you don't want to go in too far or too close to your nose because it shuts off your face. But apply it so that it's in the center of where your eye pupil is, your eyebrow. In that center there, that's where you would let the blush finish. And feel free to like blend it into your contour. And it just all marries together and it looks like you've been on a beautiful holiday, but you haven't. <laughs> Let's pause for a minute and jump to our listener question for the week. Hi, my name's Denise. I'm wondering for some basic tips and tricks on wedding makeup. I'm a bridesmaid for a friend and we're doing our own makeup. So how do I put on lashes and just a foundation that is camera ready? Uh, I always have my go-to glowy products that I love, but I need to up the fancy for a wedding. And I was just wondering if there was some simple things I could do. Thank you so much. How can you help out, Denise? Yeah, there's a few things there. In terms of foundation, biggest thing I can recommend for everyone, and I talk about this in my classes, invest in a day-to-day or a glowy foundation and then your heavier duty foundation and mix them. Don't be scared. If they're from the same family, I always say it's great. So if they're from, you know, the L'Oreal family and you've got an Armani and you've got something, like you can mix them together. It's going to work really well. That's more for your coverage. So say, for example, double wear. You know, it's such a thing that people are like, I recently have found a bit of love for Estee Lauder's double wear because I had to do on myself a long wearing makeup and I just put the tiniest bit mixed in with my Amani and I got a really good photographed well, it lasted, that my Amani just doesn't get. And I love it. It's beautiful. And the thing we'll get onto as well is how it photographs. Amani photographs really well. So you've got to be careful. If you mix in any other foundation that's got loads of SPF zinc and think it's not going to photograph. So I'd probably say those two, even though they're, you know, a little bit old school, they work well together in terms of getting a really good long wear look. And if you've prepped your skin. In terms of lashes, 
oh, girl, you are not alone. There's so many people that come to me and say, lashes, Jade, I just can't get it right. And I've got some little tips that I love to buy these corner lashes. If you go look, there's hardly anywhere you can buy corner lashes. It's like everyone thought "Mm, they don't need them anymore. See you later. But for a lot of people like me, my eye shape is really round. I need to elongate it. So I buy, they're easy to pop on too, because a strip, if it flaps up on that wedding day, you are gone. (laughs) After a few drinks and you too, you won't be able to fix it either. (laughs) And eyelash extensions, well, look, with COVID happening, it's a thing of the past also. So I feel like my best advice is to buy a strip, either cut it into two. I like cutting into three and apply it as so to your eye. No eye is going to fit a strip. I don't use strips in my kit. I only use individual lashes. However, you trying to put on individual lashes on yourself is a skill that takes years. So if you just grab a strip lash that you love the shape of, cut it into three sections and then simply apply it, it doesn't matter if you lose maybe one, you've got the others. And if you lose the middle in the middle of the day, leave it so that you've just got the ends. Do you know what I mean? You've got options. Whereas when you lose a strip or it starts flapping up, you're gone. Your makeup looks terrible. And how about the glow factor? She mentioned, you know, she's already got glow makeup in her repertoire. How can you kind of make it wedding or, you know, big occasion appropriate? My secret, I'm going to share it with you guys, my secret that I, if you don't have this in your kit, go out and buy it immediately. It's the By Terry CC Serum. That is, have you got it? No, but I know everyone loves it. (laughs) It's hydrating primer and it's bronze, the bronze one. You can buff it into your face. But actually what I would say if I'm going to a wedding, once I've done it for the glow, I would actually buff it in afterwards as well and buff it into the areas that you want to glow because it also works as a bronzer, primer and glow. So buff that in. That product is so beautiful. It's got hyaluronic in it as well. It's a little bit expensive, but you will keep it and you'll use it both day and at an event. Other things with glow, just anything that you see, I don't necessarily only use a highlighter to add that glow. If I've got something that I've used and I just loved, whether it even be on your eyes, I would just pop it onto your cheeks if it's the right color, obviously. So just layering, I'm sorry, there's no easy way about it. If you want that flawless, beautiful look, It's all about your primer, your foundation, your glow, your cheeks, all of it put together. And by the time you've layered it, it gives you that glow. There's sprays as well. So with sprays, I'm going to be honest with you, Shazzy. I only give people a max of two sprays a day. Now, this is setting sprays we're talking about. Setting sprays. They are great, but they also can work as dehydrating if you keep spraying. So I know a lot of people are like, I've got my spray. I'm just going to keep spraying my makeup with mine. Just use it as it's intended. So I always say you've got a max of two turns of those sprays and then I start to get dehydrated. Let's go on to eyes and lips for a moment because these are kind of the points where you can make a real statement. So with eyes, first of all, there's so many looks you can do, but if you are a novice, what is one of the simplest but most striking things you can do? So I'm a girl and anyone that has ever followed my Instagram or or my makeup vibe, I have loved a good liquid liner. That is me. I think it's very chic. It goes back to my days of makeup in Paris. I just think a lash, a beautiful liner and glossy skin, you know, matte in the right areas and a red lip or no red lip is just timeless. Now, the problem with a beautiful 
liquid liner is how you apply it. I know it's not for everyone. I know some people say I don't have the right eye shape. So if you're someone that you don't suit that kind of eye, I would say go for like a dramatic eye in terms of a good wash of shadow and and smudgy liner around where your eyes are. If you're someone that you're like, it's a little bit too done for me. I like something that's just a really sexy smoky. A way that I would say to do that is there's products like By Terry's, Smudgy Liner, Laura Mercier. And if you're someone that you're going away from that really orangey brown eye and you're like, I'm a bit over that, I've seen it everywhere, you can go, what I love at the moment is a 90s cool girl, sexy smoky eye. And what that is, is it's more of a cool, kind of almost think of mushroom. So even if you've got brown eyes and you put that and you smudge it in, it's got a little bit of a shimmer to it. Basically, it's not about your product placement. So you could just smudge it over your whole lid, underneath, grab a blending brush, blend it out, and you've got your base, and then grab a bit of whether it's chocolate brown or black, depending on what you're wearing. I love a good chocolate brown. Smudge it right in your lash line. And then with a really fine smudgy, not a thick buffing brush, you would buff that out and it looks done. And by the time you put on some lashes, you're like, well, she looks good, but she hasn't tried too hard. So they're my two go-to eye looks, which I just love. And the products, if you're looking for a liquid liner, I love Chanel. I love Stila. Stila, for some reason, I do go back to, but some people have a love-hate relationship with the Stila black liner because if you transfer onto your lids, so you need to set that with a a little translucent powder. I use, obviously, a Laura Mercier one. Another great one is Kat Von D. They're really good. If you're looking for the other look, like I said, use some of those pots that you can get with the liquid, you know, those eyeshadow-based pots. Charlotte Tilbury do a great one. Tom Ford. And then for liner, I'm a Mac girl. I do love Mac. I think Mac don't get enough love for what they do. But if you are wanting something that obviously is a little bit more animal-friendly and vegan, then Kat Von D, if you haven't tried their liners, go get them. They're waterproof. If you're crying, if you're drinking too much and you're sweating, <laughs> they're my go-to products for the eyes. And then over to the lips. So again, it can go one of two ways. It could be really dramatic or it can kind of be the little polish on your whole look. How do you even know which way you should go? It's how you're feeling. Makeup, I can't express this enough, Shazzy, and I think now more than ever, and probably that's where I am as an artist, I just love, is how you feel. That day, if you're like, I'm so angry today that I need to be a boss lady and you want to wear that red and you're like, I'm going to do this, <laughs> you can go with it. You're a boss lady, you wear your red lipstick or you're just feeling super confident and you're like, I've got this black dress on. So you go for your red lip and you want it nice and sharp. And done. Then there's other times where you're like, got your smoky, sexy eye and all you want is just a beautiful pink gloss or nude gloss, I think it's all on how you feel and what you're wearing. (laughs) So if you're going to wear a glossy lip, and that's probably my favourite when you've got a really dramatic eye, I would apply that overall. And then with a nude liner, so after I've got my gloss on, I go over the gloss, the nude liner. And what that does, you can't see it, but it gives you that definition that sometimes with a gloss, you feel like it's too day to day. So that kind of takes it to a nighttime. Another thing is like I love, probably people at home might hate this, but I'm about layering. (laughs) So even when it comes to lips, I still layer and I call it like my cocktail mix for lips. So for nudes, even for reds, I often would say start with kind of a deep red when you're lining your lip and then when you're popping on your lipstick, mix them, they're layering. And if you've got a liner on, it's going to last longer. 
Jade, thanks for joining us today on the UBD podcast to help us look our best for a special occasion. Thank you for having me. And I hope that when you go to get ready to go out, it's that little bit easier. Thanks for listening today. I'm Sharon Hunt. My producer is Gia Moylan, and I'll be back next week. In the meantime, if you're looking for more Mamma Mia podcasts to listen to today, why not check out The Undone? Hosted by Lucy and M. it's all about navigating your 20s without a GPS. I had piercings booked in for the week that we went into lockdown, so I feel a bit salty about that. Annoying. (laughs) What would you have done if it weren't for lockdown? I analysed my behavioural patterns Mm -hmm. and my emotional downfalls, and I've come to the conclusion that I would have had slept with at least seven more men during lockdown. I also would have gone on minimum 15 more first dates. Mm -hmm. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.